Hey, welcome to Reach Arts Season 4. In this series, I will be asking musicians a few questions and then listening to them play some music. Listen along. It'll be fun. Today I am with Eric and Kelly Deering. They are married, going on 33 years this May. Congratulations. More importantly than marriage, they have been playing music together for that whole time. They are members of the Stacking Stones Band, and the band grew out of a Sunday night dinner and jam tradition that they used to host at their house. And this current lineup of the band has been playing together for six years. I think I might want to come to that little jam session at your house, though, if you're still doing it. So, no. Okay, welcome, Eric and Kelly. Thank you. Hello, Agatha. Hi, Agatha. Pleasure to be here. Oh, I'm looking forward. I see a guitar. Always a good sign. Okay, I have a few questions, and then you're going to do a song for us? Great. That's great. Thank you. Okay. So whoever wants to answer in one long, rambling, disjointed, run-on sentence... Tell us about your musical past. Yeah, well, you gave us the nice start to that long, rambling sentence. The, we have been together for 33, 34 years, and off and on, playing music early on, uh, getting encouragement because Kelly could sing well. I could play some cowboy chords, and we just, uh, in really informal ways, just from time to time, would put together little bands here and there and things like that. But as you mentioned, as probably, I don't know, maybe 12, maybe as much as 15 years ago, started hosting a Sunday night jam with friends, and we'd make dinner and and all play some music, and it just started getting more and more fun and more and more serious, and we eventually were just decided we wanted to take it outside and, and play for some folks and started doing some gigs and and uh, that original crew included uh, our bass player, John Coley. Uh, and then pretty shortly after that, and as you mentioned, for now for six years, uh, Christina Gavin on keys joined us, and Mike Mannion on guitar, and Dave Millar on drums. And it's been just an amazing experience. We have um, incredibly talented musicians, but even more important than that, incredibly people who are just mm -hmm. lovely to spend time with and and so we've just been having a blast for the last six years craziest thing ever that we get to do what we're doing with people that we genuinely consider friends and that we love like this shouldn't yeah. be happening it's that great <laughs> um we've shifted the dinners we still do dinner before <laughs> practice um and we've shifted it from uh sunday to tuesday nights but almost every tuesday night we all get together and and play music and um just enjoy each other's company hang out eat together and have fun yeah, it's been a blast Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> okay, now what was the first concert you ever attended? Do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay, it's actually Andy Gibb. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one that I consider my first because I was by myself. I was in the fifth grade. Oh. I lived in Colorado at the time, went with a girlfriend whose mom dropped us off at the huge concert arena in Denver, which was the big city. 
and yeah, Andy Gibb. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was the Kinks. So I feel like he's it was, a little. It's a little cooler. It's, yeah. It is. <laughs> it, it is. But it's also it, it. You know, it doesn't really reflect what I was listening to so much then. Although they did have a, some radio songs. So I have to say, like, it, I wasn't at that age. I don't know. I was a young teenager, and I wasn't like into the. the deep dive kinks and so it's not as cool as it sounds <laughs> they had some cool radio songs and so i thought they were fun and win song and what what grade were you in for that one do you remember gosh i must have been on eighth grade I okay eighth grade, yeah. 13, yeah. yeah and i was fifth that's crazy yeah, yeah that's crazy fun. yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. and what about musical icons, Andy Gibb and the Chainsaw? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let me just like wind that back a little bit. Yeah. I think Eric, um, I'll, can I start with that? Yeah, Absolutely. Just, yeah. For me, it's, it's such a funny question when you think about that, because I was, you know, considering it earlier. There, my, my first response to that is I think I like everything, but then that doesn't feel super honest and true, right? But there, I think if I was going to whittle it down, that it would be, you know, great, um, uh, emotionally engaged, just top-notch singers, people, everybody from like 60s and 70s R&B and soul, both male and female, Otis Redding, Marvin Gaye, Stephen Wonder, Stevie Wonder, um, Aretha Franklin, Mahala Jackson, um, all the way up through, just the other day on the radio, I heard a Carly Simon song that I hadn't heard in a really long time, You Belong to Me, and I thought, I listened to it like four times in a row thinking, oh my gosh, the quality of that woman's voice. Um, and so I think I was super shaped by not just female artists, but also just sort of the groove and the chords and all of that behind um, R&B and soul music of the 60s, 70s. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to answer on behalf of the band for everybody who's not represented <laughs> here today. And, and, I, and really just kind of, I think what's one of the really interesting cool beautiful pieces about or be, beautiful things to this group of people is that our musical interests and backgrounds in many ways are incredibly diverse almost really more hodgepodge if once it put it together but as a collective it just comes together in this amazing way so you know you've heard about kelly i on the other hand was as a young child was listening to country music and gospel and western swing mostly that was kind of in my family some musicians and things and then as a teenager started listening to folks like neil young and crosby stills and nash but then you can kind of juxtapose that with our bass player john coley who really was impressed by prog rock so bands like genesis and yes and then Eventually, as a young adult, started thinking more and listening to more jam bands, and so I was really impressed by Barry Oakley, the bass player for the Allman Brothers Band. And then juxtapose that with our keyboard player, Christina Gavin, who it was really, um, for her, um, singer-songwriters in the kind of the indie genre, like Tori Amos, and folks like that really shaped her. And then Mike Mannion, our guitarist, who, as a young kid, he... He's got one of these musical minds. He just got the melodies of the Beatles and how brilliant that was before folks like I did. And so he was really impressed by that. And then from that into some soul and R&B. And then you put next to all of that our drummer, David Millar, who this is one of these people whose musical catalog, in terms of breadth and depth, 
is just unrivaled. And and mm-hmm. and here's so the, here's the shout out though to the music educators because he started in marching band as a drummer and and grew from that to really just starting to get into funk and rock and roll and everything in between. Mm-hmm. And and so you throw that all in a room and and yeah. I'm not sure what you come out with because people are always <laughs> asking us like what's the genre? Like, and um, and we're you know we really struggle. I think yeah. it, I think it just contains a little bit of each of us, but when we write together um we think it's beautiful, and and uh, we like to think other people might think so from time to time. But yeah, so that's wow. that's kind of you know thinking about that icon yeah. from a from a collective standpoint. Right. It's really yeah. a, a diverse group. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And is there any place where you would like to someday play some music? Mm. You know, I have an easy choice. But my my answer to that is, I think I'll just. I love playing anywhere people will allow us to play. I can't I can't think of a specific place. Okay. Although I do love the kind of um porch fest environments where you're part where you get to just add to the background and the joy of somebody's day, um, where people are wandering around, enjoying their families. You've got people of every generation. So kind of a like a festival type atmosphere, I think, mm-hmm. are my favorite places to play. Yeah. And I, I would agree with that in terms of just festivals in general. Yeah. I'll I will pick and like I'll raise it up <laughs> higher than that. But you know, Telluride Bluegrass Festival just an amazing environment that would be an incredible stage to sit on any of their stages it's a place that's multiple stages and then another that you know just iconic venue um red rocks and so we met in colorado and so it's not it's not a coincidence i'm mentioning a couple colorado places they in terms of outdoor venues you know there are a lot of beautiful ones around the world but those two really you know in terms of my formative concert years really impressed me and 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 so the idea um, I'm, i think i would be much too nervous to actually pull anything off on stage there but but it would be super fun to try <laughs> wow mm-hmm. okay now is there a particular song or a musical passage that never fails to move the heart you're emotionally for me, it's blue and green off of Kind of Blue, the Miles Davis album. No matter where I am, no matter where I hear that song, no matter what the circumstances are around me, it sucks me in in a way that almost nothing else does. That one, I don't know how long it is, I wish I knew, like three minutes, three and a half minutes of beautiful music. There's something about it, and it's interesting because I'm not normally drawn to more melancholy type of a sound but that one just grabs me every time my second runner-up would be um anything off of songs in the key of life um particularly as um by stevie wonder so i've got like two close ones okay yeah 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 Yeah. and and hers hers are so good like i'd I'd have to say i mean those are great choices I um, and we talked about this one yeah. beforehand, and mm-hmm. so she had said, like I knew she was going to take something off of Kind of Blue, and I, you know, a lot of the music that does that for me, that just always takes me somewhere, and it doesn't matter the circumstances, happens to also be connected with places. It happens to be something I was listening to that becomes kind of a soundtrack mm-hmm. for a moment in life, and mm-hmm. and one of my favorites because of that, it's another Miles Davis, but Sketches of Spain, which 
is uh, a, an album that we just listened to over and over and over again when we were in the desert in Utah a few times. And and now I just can't hear it, in, in, which is, so it's not Spain. We didn't listen to it in Spain, but but it kind of works there, too. Yeah. It has the uh, uh, vibe that, um, for, I don't know if austere is the right word, but there's just kind of a feel to it that, um, that evokes desert for me. Yeah. And I love the Beautiful. desert. Okay. Wow, you love the desert Hello. and you're living near the yeah, sea. Yeah. Well, I, I you know, I can love a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love the sea, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. what, it's what brought us here. That's right, yeah. yeah. And sometimes it does look a bit like a desert, I think. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah there, are, there, there are elements to, you know, that the way that you, you know, there's a lot of nuance as opposed to kind of overall. Now, of course, on big wave days it's not like the desert but uh you know there are other times yeah. when it's it's subtle yeah it's, it's super interesting thought right so there is a um like an extreme beauty in both of those places but like with the big wave days um you could compare that to a desert storm yeah the right? thunderstorms in the desert yeah, yeah, yeah. which are beautiful like on if you think of it as a continuum um of of what we could consider beautiful right um yeah that's a really cool thing as you can see like this is i think uh music for both of us ends up getting connected to put natural places natural in places. a lot of ways yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and so what do you do outside your music that contributes to your music yeah I mean, that's, that's that's kind of what i was thinking and really that yeah. kind of idea in terms for me that's the answer really is the uh, the time that I spend outside. So now here being in Swampscott, it might be surfing or it might be just a walk on the beach. Um, but those moments outside, especially once um, and you know, kind of in solitude as well, that uh, for me are are the kinds of things that tend to evoke um, the most in terms of bringing something back to my music. And you know, there's not really. I think relationships too, you know, where I think that the theme of the night for, uh, for this concert is love is in the air. And that's, that's, that's an easy one yeah. for us, you know, having been married for 33 years, um, you know, they're not all happy love songs, right? So, but writing about relationships is something that we've gotten good at. And so, yeah, but I, I think for me, relationships and, and natural places. Yeah, it's a really interesting question because the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about that is... You know, I think that everything in our lives um, informs what we do, right? In every context, all the people we meet, the things that happen around us, you know, we bring that to everything we do professionally, artistically, in our personal relationships. But there's also like that question makes me think of how um, what I almost what I hope that I bring to the music and what my role is within the band um, those moments in time when you are listening to live music where it serves as this um, almost like this protective barrier um, to keep all other thoughts out where you've got this singular focus on this amazing thing happening in front of you and it just causes me so much um, just personal joy and contentment and and I think that's what like if I were to take one thing out of my life and hope that I'm bringing it to what we do is if I can just give folks a sliver right of that joy that I feel 
Um, certainly we get that joy when we hang out and play together and practice within our group. You know, we love each other. And, you know, as we've said, how much fun that is to just be present for each other, present for yourself. Um, um, but then to share that love of all of this with the audience, um, it's such a gift to be able to do this. Isn't it? Yeah, it it absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So (laughs) what are you going to play for us today? Yeah, I thought we'll play a song called Honeysuckle Vines. It's, um, one of our originals. We'll play it, um, at the, uh, Love is in the Air show as well, and, um, hopefully folks are going to be able to come to that. I know it is sold out, which is exciting. So I won't say still get your tickets, but, but for those that are there, they'll get a special version of it too. Cause of course the rest of the band will be there, yeah. but yeah, this is a song, um, that, you know, so again, you know, we were, we lived in Colorado and, and we're old enough to have been married for 30 years. So mm-hmm. we were also old enough that we were in Colorado at the time of the big Yellowstone fire. And Colorado, in many ways, is a very long ways from Yellowstone, but it was a very big fire. And this was, in some ways, kind of a canary in the coal mine in terms of the big fires out west mm-hmm. because it hadn't been happening a lot. But as the climate was changing, uh, Yellowstone, Yellowstone, you know, started to burn, and, and the, you could see the smoke way down in Colorado. And mm-hmm. um, and it was it, that that just really impressed me in terms of how there are just some things, uh, you know, there were many, many people fighting that fire and doing hard work. And um, I don't remember, but I suspect that, um, you know, there weren't lives lost. There were people who were really putting their lives on the line and, um, but you can't stop it. Right. And, and it's kind of a cool metaphor for um, some things that happens in relationships that, uh, as hard as you might want to, there's some things that are kind of bigger than you and bigger than the relationship. And, and so I had some lyrics and stuff sitting around and then our uh, drummer, Dave, uh, he wanted me to write a song in six, eight timing. <laughs> so, so I'm like, all right, I got, I got some lyrics. Let me see if I can come up with something to stick it to. All and, right. Yeah. So this is Honeysuckle Vines. <laughs> Yellowstone fire couldn't keep him from work. 
from working, stopped in front of her She left the house, I saw the ashes had settled, settled on, burned away high. Settled on, burned away high. These are the stories of change and rhythm. Stories that trap us in time after time. These are the songs we often keep hidden. Hidden between us like honeysuckle mine. Hidden between us like honeysuckle Sits at the same long counter, swing of the door, turns his head every time. It's never her, no one in, never will be. She won't settle in this life. She won't settle in this life. These are the songs of change and real stories that trap us in time after time. Are the songs we often keep hidden in between us like honeysuckle mind. In between us like honeysuckle mind. In between us like honeysuckle mind. Oh my. Oh, that's <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Swings open. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Sometimes mm. it doesn't work out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Good heavens. Okay. And that's going to be played with. We'll have some happy six, songs. Eight, yeah. Six, eight, six, eight, yeah. 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 It's six, six eight, eight time. time with a drummer, with an amazing lead guitarist, piano player, and bass player. Whoa. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Beautiful backing harmony. Absolutely. Yeah. Because um, it was beautiful just right here. Oh, no, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. promise we have some happy songs too. Oh, no, I believe you. <laughs> Bring your tissue. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Oh gosh! Well, I, I I want you guys to stay. Can you stay a bit longer? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We would love to. We are so psyched to be here, oh, just doing good. this, and yeah. we, it's been. I mean, yeah, yeah, just the whole the whole Swamp Scott scene for us has been this amazing, uh, just experience. Absolutely. We've just been here since June and just loving it. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah. Okay, so as guests, final word. I'm not saying anything else. Take it away. We are just so happy and so appreciative to have this opportunity to share our art with people that we love, with uh, beautiful people coming out, and just such a gift to be in this lovely community of, of artists and um, people who love the sea uh, and just feel so grateful um, for and just filled with so much joy about what we get to do musically and um, having an opportunity to share that. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Stop by again. <laughs>